Do you wanna do a podcast? We're gonna talk about some songs. Welcome to Disney Versus, the podcast where we have animated discussions about animated movies. I'm Tori. I'm Grace. I know we've been <laughs> gone for a while, so the funny that the first thing you hear from us is me singing. We've been uh, we've been gone for a minute. It's been like two months since our last episode. I didn't have my new computer yet, and I got it before school, so yeah. at least a couple months. We have tech upgrades now. Everybody's computers are firing on all cylinders, except for that one beeping sound that we can't figure out. <laughs> uh, we've been talking about doing this episode for... Years. Literally years. Yeah, it's been years. And we're going to attempt to do it today. We are going to do the first half of a Disney song bracket. I hate myself for putting this bracket together because it it's so difficult. There are so many songs. I think there's a what BuzzFeed list of like 368 oh songs across Disney and Pixar and whatever you classify Mary Poppins as. It's just there's Mary so Poppins many songs. Mary Poppins is Disney. What's wrong with you? Yeah, but it's not like it's not canon. Air quotes canon. But there are songs that are beloved. Like there's Mary Poppins and Song of the South are in the same you know kind of vein. Stay tuned for a Song of the South episode. It's going to happen. I've already talked to people. Please don't be mad at us if, it, if any of your songs don't appear or we don't talk about them. Because we might talk about them next episode. Because this is... That's not true. You can be mad at Tori. Uh, okay. Be mad at me. <laughs> this is going to be a two-parter. Um, before we get to that, Grace, how have you been? It's been a minute. Uh, I've been good. I am in school and school is a lot. Uh, but I'm good. How about you? I'm doing good. I'm still working at the store. Uh, almost exactly a month ago, I went on vacation to New Mexico. Right. How was that? It was so much fun. I had all the great foods. Uh, I got lost in the desert, which was great. It wasn't the desert. It was a gorge, but I still got lost. Oh, okay. That's Because when you take a picture of a map before you start hiking, you should actually read the map instead of just taking a picture. <laughs> So I got off the trail and figured out the trail that I got onto was ten and a half miles long. Oh. And I was on foot. Obviously, I didn't die. I was just very thirsty and tired when I got back. Thankfully, I had water with me the whole time and a sandwich in my car when I finally got back to my car. So. <laughs> what was the best thing that you ate? Oh, definitely what I had the first, second night. I had a green chili stuffed crust pizza. <laughs> it was okay. it was a stuffed crust pizza, and there wasn't green chilies on the pizza. It was just all in the crust and the cheese. And it was fantastic. Well, that sounds good. Yeah, I can't wait to go back or go somewhere new. Could we as adventurous? Yeah. I might go to I might go to Colorado next because I've never been on the ground in Colorado. I've only been in the airport, which I heard doesn't count. It does not. I think it's if you you have to spend a night there or something for it to count. Mm, I, don't, I don't know. I think that'll make I'll make that my rule. I have to spend a night there for it to count. I would definitely like spend a night there or do something significant in that place. Okay. Like if you stopped. And went to a museum or something and had lunch and then kept going. I feel like that would count. Okay, I'll take that. Uh, you want to talk about news? 
news. I know you know more about news than I do. I know that Disney Plus is coming out. As of this recording, we are four days away from Disney Plus. I am so excited. All the excite. Yeah. All of my waking weekends will be consumed by binging. Have you have you gotten your subscription already? No, because I'm waiting on you. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have time for anything until December. In December, I'm going to try not to log in even until December, unless there's something you're like, you have to watch this. Because there's going to be new content too, right? Yeah, there's going to be okay. new stuff. It's going to be a yeah. mostly old stuff for right now because like none of the Marvel shows or anything start until next year. Oh, okay. Like Falcon and Winter See, Soldier just started production. Yeah, that's what I'm excited about. Yeah, but The Mandalorian, the first episode will be available on the 12th, and then that's a weekly show. Um, Mighty Ducks is, I think I read somewhere today that they're looking to start filming in February. And I don't know about Monsters at Work or uh, what's the other thing? Any of the other Marvel shows. I don't know when those start. Are they starting with the entire vault initially? They're starting with most of the vault. Okay. Like all the more popular stuff they're releasing from the vault. Uh, That's and I, dope. I think they're doing away with the vault. Like the they're putting all the Fox stuff in the vault now, and it's really dumb. We're not going to get into that. <laughs> well, actually. I mean, this is the section, but I think they're going to stop making Fox stuff available. Like, you know, extra screenings that happen at, like, Alamo Drafthouse and stuff. Mm-hmm. That that might go away. Aww. Because of what they're doing with the Fox content that they just bought. Like, besides The Simpsons and uh, Star Wars. Well, Star Wars isn't Fox. But, you know, all the extra stuff that they just got out of Fox... It, mm-hmm. It's probably going to go away for a while. Hmm. A big news story that isn't really new, but it was announced since we last recorded. Disney is developing four new animated films with directors of color. And I'm very excited about it. After reading up on where they're from, it's going to be... I, th- I, I love this. I love it mm-hmm. so much. Uh, the four directors that they have lined up are... Uh, Carlos Lopez Estrada, who was the director of Blind Spotting, movie that came out, I believe, early this year, starring David Diggs from Hamilton. If you haven't seen Blind Spotting, go see it. Susie Unessi, the director of uh, Dear Lemon Lima. Josie Trinidad, who is a story director for Zootopia. And Mark Smith, who is who was also a story director for Zootopia. But he's a story director for Frozen 2. Which actually comes out in like two weeks. I'm excited. I haven't seen enough. I'm not the opposite of excited. I'm just, I'm going to go see it. I have no expectations right now. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at too. Have you seen Maleficent yet? No, the new one you mean? Yeah. No, I don't know if I'm going to. I feel I like know. I should watch the first i'm not sure if i saw the second one um the second one's the one that's coming out i thought there was another one oh there's only two this is the second one. Oh, so i should watch the first one again yeah i think um, I, I think i saw the i think i bootlegged the first one so i should probably watch it legitimately before i see the second one probably yeah well, those directors uh carlos lopez estrada is mexican-american unesi is iranian-american Trinidad is Filipino-American, and Mark Smith is British-Jamaican. 
He's mostly British, but he has roots in Jamaica and I believe Kenya. I forgot what it said, but I'm excited to see what kind of takes they have on you know whatever movies they come up with. That's awesome. Unique cultural expectations. I watched The Little Mermaid live last night. Was, was this on Fox? It was on ABC. And if, okay. you, if you missed it or had to work Tuesday night like I did, you can watch it on ABC.com. Like if you have, you know, cable or something or a subscription to something ABC, you can mm-hmm. watch it for free. Okay. So while I was putting together, you know, the bracket and the rundown for the show, I had it going on in the, in the like, right next to me. Mm-hmm. To my immediate left, there is a TV. But, yeah, that was the thing that happened. So the way it started was they had Jody Benson introduce the whole thing and that it's the 30th, an- I forgot it's the 30th anniversary of The Little Mermaid. That's the mm-hmm. biggest reason why they did this. And in the commercials, they were all like, it's half animated, half live action. And I'm thinking, what do you mean? Because I saw in the previews, you know, there was puppets and everything. And I'm thinking, oh, do they mean that it's half puppets? Because if that's the thing, it it's the easiest way I can think of to do under the water. Mm-hmm. No, they just played the movie. And during the songs, like mostly just during the songs... They had live people in costumes singing. What? Oh, I was not expecting this. Oh, that's it, lame. It, it was kind of lame. And I mean, I'm not doing any, I'm not saying anything that people haven't said before because it got, I haven't read it all, but it got savaged on Twitter. Oh, yeah? Yeah. My review is, if you're not a fan of the people singing, just watch the movie. Who were the people singing? Ariel was Aulihi Gravalo, who was the voice of Moana. Uh-huh. Uh, I will never not like her unless she goes off the, you know, the deep end like Lindsay Lohan did and goes crazy. <laughs> she was fine. Mm-hmm. Queen Latifah was Ursula. Okay. I feel like they wasted Queen Latifah doing this Ursula when they sh- when she should have just been in the live action movie. Yeah. And I, I hope they're just like, you know what, we're just going to put you in the movie now. Cause well, it- has it... Uh, McCarthy already been cast? I don't know if they made it official. She's always just been in talks, but I think Queen Latifah is a huge upgrade over Melissa McCarthy. Queen Latifah was having fun. Like they mm-hmm. had her singing Poor Unfortunate Souls and something that they did that wasn't in the movie. They took some of the songs and reprises from the musical, like the the Broadway oh, okay. musical and mm-hmm. put it in this. And that's something that I appreciated because that gave Eric a couple more songs that gave um, Ariel another song. It gave uh, Ursula another song. So it gave them, you know, more to do. And, I mean, that wasn't bad. I did appreciate some of those songs because Eric's songs are kind of good if you get someone to sing it. Mm -hmm. Um, Who sang that? Graham Phillips? I have no idea who that is. While you're looking him up. Uh, John Stamos from, I guess, Full House is what I know him from. Uh, was the chef because he has to sing Les Poissons. <laughs> Shaggy was Sebastian. Okay. Which wasn't awful, but it could have been better. Like, it's great casting, but the performance yeah. was lacking a little bit. Hmm. I knew something was up when they didn't say who was playing King Triton or Flounder. Mm-hmm. I was like, wait, 
so you don't have someone to like a, a, a human person to be them and then i mm-hmm. knew something was up yeah i mean it wasn't bad i well let me take that back it wasn't good <laughs> it wasn't good i okay. say queen latifah it's the high points Mm-hmm. And then if you're a fan of Graham Phillips, I guess he did okay. <laughs> it, it wasn't longer than the movie, so I appreciated that. Yeah. If you're a huge Little Mermaid fan and you like seeing people do things live, check this out. If you're one of those people who think that Little Mermaid is sacred, it shouldn't be touched at all, skip it. Just watch the movie. And some of the stuff that they did with the scenes, I mean, obviously it was in HD. It was in, you know, highest definition because they just released the Diamond Edition for the 30-year anniversary. It looked mm-hmm. weird. The conversion was weird. Like, uh, yeah, Beauty yeah. and the Beast, The Lion King, Aladdin, those conversions looked better. Mm-hmm. Little Mermaid just, I don't know if it was what they did for this or if it, it's actually the conversion on, like, the Blu-ray. It looked yeah. weird. Some of the background stuff was just really inconsistent i'll have to check that out on um i i I suppose the best quality possible will be what's on disney plus Mm -hmm. so i'll check it again then i guess one more thing that i don't know if you saw this morning as i was walking out the door i saw that a teaser trailer for (laughs) pixar's soul came out that looks so good. Right? The music sounds really good, too. See, it's it's been so long since we did an episode. The last episode we did was us talking about how excited we were for Soul after D23. Uh-huh. And now there's a trailer, and we're still excited for Soul. When's it come out? I don't uh, even... Probably summer next year. June 19th, 2020. That's not bad. Just have six months to wait. Six, seven months to wait. Yeah. It's going it's to be good. Before we get started, how are you feeling about the... Grace knows what's on the bracket, but not... um, Where everything's at. Yeah, where everything is, as we usually do. I make the bracket and then spring it on her live. Yes. Just a little housekeeping before we start. There are so many song brackets out there. I actually took one. I won't say which one. Uh, Filtered some stuff out. Put in uh, a couple of... Oscar winners. Like, if it was an Oscar winner, I didn't touch it. If there was an Oscar winner missing, I put it in. Except for uh, Zippity Doodah, which is from Song of the South, and under the rules of the Disney versus bracket, wouldn't count anyway. And there are no Pixar songs. Because okay. R- Remember Me would win everything. Whatever. Would not. <laughs> um, all of the renaissance songs sorry all of the renaissance movies are represented in some shape or fashion and there aren't that many old songs but we could make a bracket of just 90 songs and we could make a bracket of just old songs too depending on how this goes we could do another one and not include any of these and it'd still be okay i think that's all the preamble that we need first matchup Part of your world from The Little Mermaid versus A Dream Is Your Wish Your Heart Makes from Cinderella. Hmm. Hmm. I feel like a part of your world. It's certainly more memorable. Like, I know more of the lyrics. I've heard it more often. I do like that Cinderella song, though. Yeah. Like, the instrumentation of uh, A Dream. 
has a little soft spot for me. Mm-hmm. But me personally, I think part of your world, even it's because it has a reprise as well. I think it's mm-hmm. more meaningful to the movie, and uh, a little bit. It has a little bit more meaning in pop culture too. Yeah, for sure. So, part of your world. Part of your world. Next matchup, we have Reflection from Mulan versus Eye to Eye from a Goofy movie. Ah, that one's so good. Oh, I mean, I feel like it has to be Reflection because I couldn't even remember what Eye to Eye was, but that's such a jamming song. Yeah, it is, right? It jams so hard. Some people will argue that Stand Out is the better song. (laughs) Yeah, I would think so. Is Stand Out also in this bracket? No. Ah! I know. Okay. Like I said, we can make we can make another one from songs that aren't in this. Okay. Okay. Um, I want to hear you first. All I'm coming up with when I try to think of reflection is "Colors of the Wind," and I know that's not right. No. It's, it's the Christina Aguilera different. one, right? Uh, reflection. Christina Aguilera sings the pop version, but reflection okay, yeah. is in the song. Is in the movie. Um. Uh, See, this one's hard because I was going to... I try to go off of meaningfulness to the movie, meaningfulness to the character, and pop culture. And, like, both of these kind of have the same thing because Reflection is Mulan's I Want song, but Eye to Eye is the song at the end when Goofy and Max kind of come together. Yeah. I feel like as far as pop culture, Reflection definitely wins the cake. But I want Eye to Eye to win. Hmm. That's what I'm gonna do. I, I I can make that decision. I want I'm choosing Eye to Eye. Man, this is tough. You know. What do we do if you have a tie? Flip a coin. Do you have a coin? Yeah, I got a jar full of change right here. I think reflection, because reflection is used thematically throughout the movie. It's used as like instrumental. I like your metrics, but I also think that I'm going to go back to if I had to listen to this a million times over. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay, do the coin flip. Heather the coin is back. <laughs> uh, heads reflection, tails eye to eye. Heads has to be eye to eye because it has eyes. <laughs> That's fair. Heads. Eye to eye. <laughs> Next match, we have Let It Go from Frozen. Let it go. And Bare Necessities from The Jungle Book. Let it go. <laughs> Let it go. Easily. Really? Yeah. I never cared for Jungle Book that much. Uh, Bare Necessities is such a... It's such a great song, though. It's so, so fucking it catchy. Go. Let it go inspired a generation. What? <laughs> to make the, the new... worst pun possible? Maybe. Oh man, it did it did inspire a good callback in Zootopia though. You know what? I'll fold. Yeah? I'll fold to let it go. <laughs> I was, if you listen Heather to will let be so it disappointed go, in you. Yeah, she will. Uh she'll she'll be so mad when if if let it go makes it any further. Um, mm-hmm. if you listen to the Frozen musical, Let It Go is the end of Act One and it's also the end of the it's the last song too because they kind of um it it has a reprise where everyone's singing it and it's not let the storm rage on it's let the sun shine on mm-hmm. and it it has more it has more thematic 
uh, meaning in the musical. Okay. Also, fun fact, Let It Go is, I think, the only song in Frozen that doesn't get used instrumentally. It's oh, not. Huh. It's not used as a cue somewhere else. Like, even in Summer gets used, you know, when they Other introduce... Places. Yeah. They, when Olaf gets introduced right before they play it, right before he sings it, mm. they use the musical cues, which is kind of telling. Mm-hmm. Next matchup, and you're going to hate me for this one, Be Prepared from The Lion King versus Poor Unfortunate Souls from The Little <gasps> Mermaid. That's mean. Yeah, I know. So pause. I went to Disney villain trivia for my birthday, How and it it was terrible. I was so bad. Um, but there was one question. I know, I know. I didn't study it anyway. But I knew that Tori would be so disappointed in me because the final, like the bonus point question, was the initial singer of Be Prepared lost his voice during filming who did the actual recording. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. <sighs> Granted, I met him, not you, but he wrote your name down, Grace. <laughs> he signed your name on the picture. For those listening at home, it's Jim Cummings. Yes. Um, the voice of Winnie yeah. the Pooh. The voice of Winnie the Pooh and Tigger. I I think I have to say be prepared. Um, I Yeah, I think I have to. I don't know, though. I definitely know be prepared better. I think that's going to be something that kind of helps as a, as a influence on these decisions. I don't know. What would you do? I got to say be prepared also because... I think it's a better song than Poor Unfortunate Souls. Mm-hmm. Like, the whole scene of it is... Like Epic. It's, it, the, the imagery of it is great. I was I, so upset in the live-action version. Yeah. I just watched the Honest trailer on uh, the new one. Mm-hmm. And they were like, one of the sins of the movie is turning Be Prepared into Spoken Word. And I'm like, yes, someone else felt my pain because it's it's terrible. Yeah. And it's not like she would tell IGFOR can't sing. Yeah. It's not like you can't teach him to sing. I mean, <laughs> he's I I'll say it, he's British. He's a British actor. He could probably do anything. <laughs> I mean Let's uh be prepared. Next matchup is Heaven's Light and Hellfire from Hunchback of Notre Dame. Versus Can You Feel the Love Tonight from The Lion King. It's not just called Hellfire? Hellfire is the second part, but on the like on the soundtrack, it's both. And in the movie, it transitions from one to the other. Uh, the answer is clearly Hellfire, because I am I love that song so much. It's so dark. Um, but yeah, Hellfire. I think thematically Hellfire takes it. Uh, impact to the movie yeah and it's just a dark bomb song mm-hmm. i was singing it on the way home not hellfire but heaven's light it's really hard to sing oh yeah maybe because i'm trash probably because i'm trash but it's high it's in a high register and he's whispering mm-hmm. like he's singing in a whisper and it's just like really hard to get like that tone and stuff and i'm just like what uh, Hunchback is also a perfect operatic example of 
a tenor who's in love with a soprano who <laughs> is being cock-blocked by a baritone. <laughs> yeah, I think I'll go with Hellfire. Next is Beauty and the Beast versus When You Wish Upon a Star. Beauty and the Beast. Why? Because it's got the epic singing, and I really don't like the the movie Pinocchio. So that's my reasoning. Oh, yeah. I remember when we just trashed like, Pinocchio. What is this? Yeah. I think that's the Jimmy first Cricket. thing you hear in the movie when, uh, like, the fade-in is Jiminy Cricket singing the song. That's a really good moment, though. I do love When You Wish Upon a Star as a theme for Disney. Yeah. It, it's um, it's and the that's, theme. That's powerful. That That's kind of a... Cultural but impact. But tale is though. old as time. Yeah. I would be okay. I feel like I'm not doing a very good job of having definitive answers. But I would be okay with When You Wish Upon a Star. Like, I could easily be swayed. Mostly because cultural impact as the theme song for Disney. That's what's swaying me the most. Because, don't get me wrong, I love Beauty and the Beast. Listen to our finale episode for the bracket about how much I love the movie, the music, etc. But I can't ignore the cultural impact of When You Wish Upon a Star. And it's a good song. I Yeah, okay, let's do that then. I feel good about that. When You Wish Upon a Star? Yeah. Okay. Or do you want to let the coin decide? No, let's do it. I know people are going to disagree. And maybe those people are right. But we're just going to go with it. This one might be an argument. Next matchup is Friend Like Me from Aladdin versus Out There from Hunchback of Notre Dame. My pick for this one is Out There because whereas Heaven's Light was is awkward to sing, Out There is great. Like, I love the lyrics. It's a great performance by Tom Hulse. It's Quasimodo's I Want song, which means it's very, it's very influential to the entire movie. Mm-hmm. It ticks all the boxes for me. Except for cultural impact. Friend Like Me has a bigger cultural impact just because it's the genie character. Yeah. But I think Tom Hulse does a, has a better vocal performance than Robin, Robin Williams. Williams. Wow, I feel like I'm going to get struck by lightning by saying that. <gasps> yeah, I think you are. I'm sorry, Tim. It's better. Uh, okay, so I'm listening to Out There. And the first part of it is so dark. Mm-hmm. And it's really laying the scene for the whole. Are you starting at the conversation with between Ye- Quasimodo yeah. and Bolo? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then it goes further. Okay, what's that up against again? Say that again. Friend like me. Robin Williams is going to strike you down. I mean, Howard Ashman's going to do it too. I think that one has bigger cultural impact for sure, um, and I think it's it's one of the key moments of the movie. Like I couldn't figure out what the song was what out there was mm-hmm. to for a hunchback and now that i'm looking at it like yes i really do enjoy this song but um i think overall uh friend like me is the better song uh fun fact you can tell who wrote which song in aladdin because howard ashman did some of the songs in aladdin but not all of them pretty mm-hmm. much all of the jazzy or upbeat ones like one jump ahead Friend Like Me, uh, Prince Ali, I think he did. Mm-hmm. Those were done by Howard Ashman. Yeah. The other ones were written by Tim Rice. Whole New World, uh, I think Arabian Nights, Tim Rice also did. Because yeah. if you listen to them, they have a very distinct style. Yeah. 
So we coin flip in this one. I'm not going to move off of Out There. It's probably okay. one of my favorite Disney songs ever. Okay. Heads, Friend Like Me, Tails, Out There. Yes. Heads, Out There. That's not what you said. Oh, wait. No. Heads, Friend Like Me. You're right. <laughs> Damn it. Which makes sense because all the genie heads. Yeah. Nice try, Tori. Sorry. I, I legit got it wrong. I wasn't even trying to trick anybody. <laughs> Have you seen the, uh, there's a video of all five Broadway genies singing, I think it's either Friend Like Me or they're just doing a medley. I'll have to send that to you when we're done. But it's great. It's, it, they're, they're, they ham it up during the musical and they Mm -hmm. ham it up during their performances. It's great. I think they did it to celebrate the Aladdin's 10 years or five years on Broadway. Oh, that makes Mm -hmm. sense video last uh matchup of the first part of this round is do you want to build a snowman versus a whole new world oh that's yeah it is a whole new world is one of my go-to karaoke songs do you want to build a snowman is like i sing it all the time literally all the time even without music yeah just even you're just at work like do you want to build a snowman Come on, let's go play. You gotta do the voices too. Yeah, you do. You have to sound Never as much like a kid. Anymore. You have to sound like as much of a kid as you can. What the fuck did you just know, man? <laughs> go away, Anna. Okay, bye. You're just knocking on stuff. Ah, uh, I feel like, I feel like the right answer is a whole new world. The only answer is a whole new world. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. Do You Want to Build a Snowman is an infinitely fun song. It is. And I remember when I first saw Frozen, I was taken by surprise the storytelling they did during Do You Want to Build a Snowman because that's how you do the passage of time. Them growing up, them getting their parents out of the way, and establishing, you know, their relationship now. Yeah. Once we we get going. But A Whole New World is a whole new freaking world. Yeah, you're right. It, It has the biggest cultural impact. Uh, infinitely duettable. It's probably one of the only bright spots in the live-action remake. True. A Whole New World? Yeah. Was that 16 songs? That was 16. Now we are down to 8. Also in Deadpool 2, uh, he calls out how uh, Do You Want to Build a Snowman is very similar to Papa Can You Hear Me from Yentl. And now I can't let it go. No pun intended. <laughs> okay. All right, back to the top. What we got now is part of your world from The Little Mermaid versus Eye to Eye from a Goofy movie. I think part of your world. I want it to be Eye to Eye because it's so upbeat and so, like, poppy. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that's it. I'm going to agree. I'm trying to remember which one won the won the Oscar. I want to say it was... I think I Under think the it... Sea won. Oh, for Little Mermaid? Yeah, Under Under the Sea won uh, Best Original Song. Back when, if Disney had a song in their musical, it was going to win Best Original Song. Yeah. God, I miss those days. Next match, Let It Go versus Be Prepared. From Frozen and The Lion King, respectively. Be Prepared. Definitely Be Prepared. Definitely. It's a lot less annoying than Let It Go. I will say Be Prepared 
wasn't as good in the musical as Let It Go was in its musical. Yeah. Like, even if you listen to recordings, I don't enjoy the performance of Be Prepared as much. That's fair. Yeah. But Jeremy Irons slash Jim Cummings sounds... it's He's a lot more charismatic in his performance than Idina Menzel's during Let It Go. Because, I mean, it's just a power ballad. Yeah. But there's a lot of exposition and expounding and just straight villainy in Be Prepared. Yeah. I think they also wrote Let It Go... Elsa was supposed to be the villain in Frozen. And they were like, well, we can't make her evil, so let's write Let It Go. Or something like that. I'm paraphrasing the history. Um, Okay. Now I'm curious. There's an interview or something. There's There's a YouTube video that explains it. Yeah. Next match, Heaven's Light, Hellfire... Or just Hellfire, because we're not really talking about Heaven's Light. It's not even the whole part of the song. Versus When You Wish Upon a Star. Hellfire. Um. Think of the bells. Think of the opera. Holy shit, that song is heavy too. It's thematic through the entire movie and then you get to the end and you're like wait this is what this song is you're right it's the song that opens the movie yeah it's all over the place holy shit it's the song that opens the movie and closes it wow what does that say about this movie i think we need to talk about hunchback again we need to go back <laughs> holy crap. so so we've realized how much we love hunchback and it's such a great movie though it is like not my mom even... did not that actually came up my mom was just visiting me and we were talking about Disney movies that I loved when I was a kid and I was like did I love Hunchback? she's like yes and I didn't (laughs) I was like oh that sucks (laughs) wow oh my gosh you know all the all the freaking religious imagery like Heaven's Light Hellfire uh, God Help the Outcast it's in a church yeah it's set around the cathedral. Yo, I'm so sad about the fire. Yeah. I hope they... That I was like they... a year ago. Was it a year ago? <laughs> it was a minute. Was just, that was this year. No, that was this year. Okay. 2019's almost over. Jeez. Let it die. In Hellfire. Yeah, I think I'll... I think I'll roll with Hellfire. Even though I say that... I will say that When You Wish Upon a Star is infinitely more ingrained in the uh in In pop pop culture culture. and just disney lore than i think hellfire is yeah you wouldn't get a it is it's probably the still the darkest song disney will ever have then or since oh this one's gonna be interesting next matchup friend like me versus a whole new world getting all the aladdin songs out of the way a whole new world yeah, I will agree. Yeah. Man, I can't wait to watch these movies in HD. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, it's going to be so much fun. All the all the Disney marathons I'm going to have just by myself in my own house. Uh, Disney, what are you doing? Making a junkie. All right, now we're down to four, and they're all from the 90s. Go figure. Final four, we have Part of Your World versus Be Prepared. I thought Part of Your World was technically in the 80s. You're right. 
Uh, let's say they're all from the 90s. Sorry, they're all from the Renaissance. <laughs> there you go. Uh, so say that again. Part of your world versus be prepared. Ooh. I don't have a good argument for this one. I don't either. I just have things that I remember. I think in the musical, there was a reprise of Be Prepared. Mm-hmm. I think it was either... I think it was when Scar takes the throne. There's yeah. a reprise. I think that's it. It's not on the CD, so nobody can go check. But unless you've seen the musical, you can tell me if I'm wrong or not. Damn, part of your world is so powerful. But so is Be Prepared. I think part of your world is probably the right answer, but it makes me sad to kick out. Be prepared. Yeah, me too. Mm. I'm gonna go with part of your world because it book it kind of it doesn't book in the movie, but it is in the end. It's important to the story itself. Uh, yeah. As Ariel's "I Want" song and kind of the resolution in the movie. Yeah. Be prepared. It gets it gives bonus points for being the villain song, but yeah. But we've also demonstrated in the last in the live action that it's not absolutely necessary because yeah. it didn't do a good job. Okay, what's next? Last quarterfinals is Hellfire versus a whole new world. Cool. I think it. Ah, if we kick out Hellfire, does that mean there are no more villains? We did this wrong. Um, I think it's a whole new world, but I'm really, really sad about it. <laughs> You're salty about it. <laughs> to answer your question, but not to give anything away, no. But I think eventually. <laughs> okay. There aren't any strong villain songs left. Okay. Uh. Yeah, I'm going to go with a whole new world. Cause it, cause of performance and cultural relevance. Yeah. Or pop culture relevance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's such a good song though. Yeah. Okay. Then there are four. Now there's two. Now there's only two. Oh, okay. Uh, so part of your world versus a whole new world. World, world, world. world. All the world. Uh, I say a whole new world. Why? Because it's more singable. It's a great duet. It's more memorable. I know more of the lyrics. And Aladdin is the thing about Bob's. That's true. Uh, <laughs> there are the thing about Bob's. But also, Aladdin is a better movie than Little Mermaid. Oh, you know, I agree with you on that one. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'll, I think I'll cop to that. I'm, I'm, I'm not even going to try to sound bi- unbiased. But yeah, I think A Whole New World is a better song than Part of Your World. I think it's continuously voted like one of the top three or best songs yeah it would not surprise me if it wins but i don't know what's on the right side of the bracket yet so all right the winner of this side of the bracket is a whole new world and uh next episode we will talk about the right side the other side of the bracket and then we'll uh declare we'll decide a winner of the whole thing we might need to have some caffeine next time. I feel like both of us were kind of out of it. Yeah, yeah. I should have had more beer. <laughs> but I feel like that just would have made me louder. I feel like I was loud the whole time. Was I loud? I didn't think so, no. Okay, cool. The only drunk Disney thing I could think of was 
take a when you're listening to these songs take a drink every time they say the name of the song (laughs) that's good i like that that's really good a lot of these a lot of these that would work for like let it go hellfire uh be prepared (laughs) a Um, whole new world a whole new world yeah Uh, reflection reflection actually reflection wouldn't uh, she says it a couple times. Right at me. If you listen to the yeah, pop uh, yeah okay, so you get like five. You she get, says it like, a lot for the chorus. Can you feel the love tonight? Yes. <laughs> Actually, all of these, all of these, I think, except a dream is a wish your heart makes. Yeah. They say this. They say the name of the song at least four times. Mm-hmm. Something like that. It's it's wow. That's pretty good. Uh, ooh, what do I do now? I forget. Plug the things. Plug the medias. You can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Disneyverses. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe to us on iTunes. Give us a five-star review, please. Let us know what you think. If you give us a five-star review and drop a comment on either Facebook or iTunes, we will read it during the show. I am going to... Check right now. Every time. Unless unless that's what Grace is doing. <laughs> that is what I'm doing. And every time I accidentally play something. Um, no, nothing new. All right. You can also follow us on Twitter, at DisneyVS. Um, thank you to all the new followers we have via Twitter. There are a lot of podcasters that have contacted me about doing stuff, and I don't know what to do yet. Like, we have to look at schedules and stuff. We mm-hmm. might be, you know, doing other things with other groups, other podcasts, and they might be doing other things with us. We haven't worked it out yet because it's still new and stuff. I don't know. After this announcement I make, we'll kill the Google Play Music joke. But in celebration of the launch of Disney Plus, I'm gonna try and get us on Spotify. So mm-hmm. all uh, 57 episodes, including this one, will be available on Spotify once I figure out how to do it. If listening to Apple Podcasts or however you listen to us is difficult, you will be able to listen to us on Spotify. Hopefully by the time we do the next episode, I will have that figured out. Okay. But maybe this will kill this joke at the end. But no. until, I can, until I can figure this out on Spotify. You can also find us on Google Play Music, where you can give us one Hellfire out of one, <laughs> out of zero, out of zero. You don't <laughs> want any Hellfires. Speak for yourself. <laughs> the purifying Hellfires. <laughs> you will be mine, or you will burn. Lower Hellfires is a better rating. It's like a gauge. Would system. it be creepy to put that on a T-shirt? More Hellfires. No, you will be mine, or you will burn. Yes, that would be. Okay. <laughs> yes, because uh, it's creepy is... when he says it. Okay, this is this is a safe space. We don't <laughs> burn people. No fires. <laughs> I want a poster that says that. That's probably creepy. Like, why do you have a poster of? D- don't we don't burn that. people. Don't. This has been fun. If scheduled permit, we will be doing a uh, review of Frozen Two comes out in a couple of weeks that'll probably show up after thanksgiving because that weekend is crazy for me and then it's holidays we'll see we'll hit you with it when we hit you with it until then thank you for listening as always 
and we will see you guys next episode. Woohoo! Bye! Bye.